upgrade. We doing it live now. <laughs> so good. We got, we got live intros now? We have live intros now. Oh my Why god. The upgrades. The upgrades. The upgrades. Yo. Alright, Cyborg, I see you. This is episode 110 of Should I Play That? Your weekly podcast about video games in the industry and culture surrounding them. I am your host, Chris, aka SSJ by Crowd, aka Mr. Muckluck, aka the great one. Y'all, you don't understand. I've been half asleep all day. And once I hear that music, once I hear my my guys, the boys also in the studio audience with me, I am hyped. I have become a second person. I, I am another person. I am no longer just Chris. I am SSJ Blackrod. I am Mr. Muckluck. There I am the great one. Tell him, oh, Chris. Oh, shit. God damn. Mm. Tell him, Chris. Shivers. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm openly weeping right now. That was beautiful. Oh my god, that was so good. You, so just for full disclosure, Chris did not tell us like that he was going to do a live intro before we started actually recording, and I am thoroughly shook. The man's insane. I love it. It's, hey, listen, it's what I do, and I, I man, I, I, I love what I do. It's, it's fun. This is, this is great. And just being able to do this once again live, doing this on Twitch, doing this on YouTube, doing having clips on Instagram, having cl- clips on TikTok at some point. Mm. Um, those are those are in the works, but okay. we have been consistent with uploading the episodes on YouTube. So shout out to our, that to our one viewer, one to two I viewers. Appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate. Our, our audio listeners appreciate you guys and and oh, yeah. i've also been looking on the stats on facebook a couple of y'all see our, our posts y- y'all need to start liking them and maybe sharing them <laughs> but y'all are at least seeing them and and i appreciate that i appreciate yeah, that yeah. you guys but um james rod how y'all doing what's going on i'm doing great now I was I was half asleep like you were saying before, <laughs> you know. It's late on this side of the planet, but like I am, I am up now. That was nice. Thank you, sir. Yes. Hey, I'm man. feeling it. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean that that man. <laughs> I I don't have words. I don't have words. Like that was truly awesome. Like just to just see the rise. Like after 110 episodes of of doing this and like you still managed to surprise chris still <laughs> uh it, it was great honestly that's how i'm doing right now i'm, I'm doing fantastic that's good so um like what how was how was the week you know before we get into jump jumping into talking about video games you know um and I, I, I like I, I like sort of like filling in with you guys seeing how how, how life is so like mm-hmm. uh for First and foremost, our boy James is on TikTok. If you're not following him already, oh yeah, James, where can they find you on TikTok? The, you can look at me. Um, look me up on um, at New James Plus. That is the plus symbol, not the word. I just I like it. It was a fun name. Rolls off the tongue. I'm gonna use it. New James Plus. Well, my second one out there now. Yeah, second TikTok mm-hmm. up. It's just if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's a play on that. Um, what's that Bigo? 
I'll find it. Anyway, <laughs> it's fun. Check it out. New James Plus. Go take a listen. No, no. But besides that, that's like it. That. New James Plus. All right. That's it. You know, James, you're 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 great with the names. Like Yeah, you're right. Always with the puns. Like just I love I love a solid pun, man. You've gotta do it. It's it's always A one. Always. I appreciate it, bro. You see, it. that's the thing is that a lot of times it's not even like it's not even corny. It's like it's legitimately good. Like New James Plus is not something I like. That is amazing. That's incredible. That's it's something just you just thought of that from mm-hmm. your head. Like, but you've always been like that though. So, it's 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 a blessing. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I mean, besides that, yo, actually, I want I want to just shout out the bad days. Run one time real quick. Because I was, I had quite a rough one. Uh, was it two days ago? <laughs> so rough day at work, as per usual. Had a uh, had a nice little beach day planned afterwards. And let's just say, like everything that could have gone wrong with the beach day did go wrong with the beach day. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So the question is: Do you eat before you go, or do you eat at the beach? Decide to eat at the beach. Go out to the beach, the place we pick. We're like, we'll call ahead, pick up some food, set up a tent on there, enjoy the waves. It'll be great. Call, no answer. Call for like 30 minutes straight, no answer. Finally decide to walk up to the restaurant. Guess what? They're closed. Mm. For maintenance. At four o'clock in the middle of the week. (laughs) Damn. And not just that one, every restaurant on the storefront shut down. So everybody's crammed into like everybody on this island is crammed into like five different restaurants on the beachfront. So you know wait times are stupid. So like a solid hour goes by for two cheeseburgers, a couple fries. That's it. Uh, thing is salty beyond all belief. Damn. <laughs> like they just chucked the burgers in salt and was like, "Here you go, enjoy." So then. Get back to the tent. Have to fight to put the tent up. Wind is crazy. Don't put up tents in the wind. Terrible idea. Just don't do it. <laughs> Finally get the tent up. Get inside. Realize the food is trash. It was just a rough night, man. <laughs> mm. But I'm grateful because it was a day I got to have anyway. So moral go. story B, just be grateful for the times you got, even when they kind of suck. Oh. That glass, really <laughs> glass half full. That's that's commendable. That's there we commendable, go. man. That's it. It's not always sunshine and rainbows, but we still here. That's that's nice, man. I, see, I think I need to start thinking of it like that sometimes, because uh, you don't want the bad days to just like dominate your your behavior, you know, and and affect your mood. It affects other people's mood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that stuff resonates with people. So. Oh, to, to be fair, in the moment, bad moods were had um, <laughs> from, from multiple parties. Let's just be real. <laughs> But you're right. It's part of the thing of realizing, like, you know, we'll get through this. It'll all be fine. We just got to yeah. keep on moving to the next day. Yeah. 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 I was drop that's, some gems. That's how my week went. Just a little one. A little mm. chaos emerald for you. <laughs> what about, Rod, what about you, man? Um, well, I hate to follow that because it's, uh, it's not as exciting, honestly. <laughs> um, I have just been very, I've been extremely busy, but not in like a terrible way. Uh, just in, in terms of, uh, life, a lot of, you know, personal work stuff. Um, you know, I'm getting ready to kind of have my, um, uh, getting ready to do a little hosting 
for my uh, for, for my parents actually the first time that they've actually come over to my place uh, since because I, I moved like just before the pandemic and they hadn't really like come over yet so uh, getting the the house or the the my space all prepared is it feels very adult even though I am definitely probably far beyond the age like where I should probably feel that way reasonably uh, but yeah, it's fine. Real getting there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly kind of it. Like the last weekend was super relaxing. Like I just I love those weekends where like I get to uh, like I get to just do things I want to do. <laughs> that sounds like so basic. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, of course. Um, but but it that does not come around as often as you would like uh, a lot of times. Uh, so we had some pretty decent weather outside of like an hour uh on saturday where it just like we had a torrential downpour while i was at the park uh but other than that it was actually really really awesome um it's been cool to like kind of step out a little bit more um i haven't still haven't been to a theater yet or anything like that uh or, or sit down to, to a restaurant but I, it's coming and I you're inching. i was gonna say you're you're you're, yeah. you're working your way up that's 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 the way yeah. to do it that's yeah. the movie that's gonna i was gonna say un unlike the rest of atlanta <laughs> who's fully open uh, <laughs> right um james the movie to get me back um that's a good question actually i mean i don't know like it would have to be something it would have to be something i've been looking forward to for like a, a good while and i'm not sure if it would be like a blockbuster thing or an indie thing hmm. not really sure yet i was gonna say it's probably it gonna would... be it's probably gonna be an indie thing because i can't see you like popping your theater cherry with uh Black Fast Nine, like Fast Nine, or 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 a Black <laughs> Widow, or something like that. I probably would watch Fast Nine, although I will See? I will say that the reviews though have not been too too kind to that one. And, and the last <laughs> couple entries, I don't know, I don't know. Can, can we say something Fast about eight. this real quick? Can we say because because this is something that like I I think I've seen like trend for like maybe like for like a not even like a day, maybe like for a couple hours earlier okay. this week. But people people need to like there's there's like this weird like need to hyper analyze or to like um look down upon like certain movies or certain mm -hmm. uh i guess forms of media mm -hmm. like listen you need to calm down you need to like just relax because if 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 fast if, if fast like this is nine right it's coming out yeah, yeah, yeah if, if nine. fast nine is like too much for you like like that's what the franchise is about if 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 you do, if you're not expecting Vin Diesel to catch a car because he like as, at this point that's what he's doing in these movies he's like he's having cars thrown at him he's like catching it and like throwing it listen it is a this is one of those movies where you can literally turn your brain off and just enjoy yourself enjoy like just explosions and like just nonsensical things but it's fun it's it's, it's a good ride and it's just it, it's it's so frustrating. That people are so like up their asses about these type of movies. It's what do we just rocket leak the movie? I I, <laughs> I had not considered that, but that makes a lot of sense. Um, especially considering they did announce another cross promotion with Fast and Furious today. Boom. That's funny. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying, Chris. I do. I, I do. And to some degree, I, I do agree with that. Uh, I, I do think that sometimes you can turn your brain off and something can still be bad. Uh, <laughs> like, like there, there, is a, there are some movies out there like that. Like, I think Batman versus Superman, at least for me, was that film. Like, 
I really didn't like that movie at all. Yeah, like sometimes I'll, right. I'll come out of it and I'll be like, you know, all right, whatever. It wasn't for me, right? But uh, like Justice League, I, I thought about that way with Justice League. I was like, that wasn't awful, but like I would probably never watch it again. All right, cool. Uh, Batman vs Superman. I was actually upset. I was I was I was I was visibly hurt, uh, <laughs> confused, pained. Um, I, I nearly wept at one point, and it was not because of what was going on in the movie. I mean, it was, but not because they wanted me to feel this way. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, no, I, I see. I do see what you're saying. Uh, you know, to, to some degree, though, Chris. Like, there are. You know, I'm not going to. You you have to go into some of those movies with like certain expectations. Like, right? You know. You're not, it's not going to win any Oscars, right? It's um, not. It, it's not. Uh, and that's, that's okay. Not everything has to be. And you know what? That, that actually brings up a good point that is applicable, I think, to all forms of media, which is I, I think just in enthusiast communities, we, we have this tendency to, you know, uh, spotlight a lot of reactions that are like the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. And nothing can be just like fine or okay. Um, and then when you hear that it's fine or okay, people think that's bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because it it's not the best thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Has to blow a mind or it's just trash. Which is right. a sad place to be in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Trash or best thing ever. Um, and I try to be really careful about that, too. Like, when I'm talking about something, I try really hard not to, like, just... Uh, exaggerate and use a lot of like big language like that you know saying that something is trash if I say that I'm going to probably give you like 10 reasons why I think that because I don't think that that's like a, a light statement you know mm -hmm. um, go ahead Chris no I was gonna say and like that's that's why I'm glad that we do this show is that we I think we all agree on that mm -hmm. that I you know I've been guilty of, of saying that though I mean, I've been, I've, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I've, I've said it's, it before, and this, I mean, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, it's, I, I feel it's like I could, I could, I could give a reason why I say that something like just right, is trash like you, true. it's fine to say something is trash if because you don't say some, you don't say everything is trash, and you don't say everything is the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like you, you have measured responses. Like if you say something is trash, James, like I'm going to assume that it, it really upset you to a very great degree like not i like i don't just think like oh no it's actually probably okay dragon just, ball evolution that's right sure i've never played it but i would be like yeah maybe really bad at that oh, point no, the movie. I, oh oh the movie oh that one with the justin chatwin or Ch yeah sure mm -hmm. that guy <laughs> whoever suicided his career that guy Ah yes, um, I, was, I was gonna say, dang, was that before or was that um, after he did? Uh, was not insecure, um, Shameless. I think he was on like a season of Shameless and it just like disappeared. Was he really? Mm-hmm. Uh, like they wrote his character off. Good. Damn. You knew what he did. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's me. I, I think the ultimate answer to your question, James, was I don't know. I don't know what will bring me back into the theater. Uh, something will. I, I think I will go at some point this year. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know quite when yet. I did watch that new Loki, though. I did watch that. Yes. I'm waiting. Yeah. I should have watched Loki instead of going to the beach. It, so, so, uh, so, no, so James, because I, I think you did this for, um, for like the other like Marvel TV shows. Like just wait until like they stack up. Because I, I feel like at this point it's consistent that these shows take at least like two to three episodes to pick up. Like, right now, they're just, like, 
introducing you to characters. They're like introducing you to sort of like what's going on, but mm-hmm. they, they're ha- there there isn't like a, a hook yet. Like they they're they, they're teasing characters and they're like teasing things, but it's not like you know. I feel like you know how like you you're at for a Marvel movie. It normally like pulls you in at least like twenty minutes in, about tw- right. about twenty twenty five minutes in. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're like the first two episodes of these Disney TV shows is like the first like ten minutes of a Marvel movie, where it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, this character's here. Hey, this is where like these like this is the setting. Like this is this it's, it's all just setting everything up. So okay, yeah, like it's cool yes. that we have Loki, but like I I'm like I'm just ready to get into like. Like the, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Wow. I, I actually really like this uh, a lot. Um, I was I was pretty enthralled, uh, like, in this episode. Uh, and, and I even watched it with someone who was not looking forward to it at all. Uh, she was just like, nope, don't really care about this. And kind of almost that, not, she wasn't forced, obviously. But, like, you know, it was like, because I was, I was interested in myself. Body was like, you're going to watch this Loki now? <laughs> Uh, it's, it, it was it was like it just really wasn't especially after Falcon Winter Soldier that was like really bummed us both out so we were just like I don't know about this but then we sat down and watched it and at the end we were like yo we're really into this like this is very good right now um, and that kind of leads me into something I want to ask uh, do you guys prefer the binge model or weekly mm. for anything it doesn't have to be like for the Marvel stuff it could be for anything so. It, it it depends on it. Dep- it really depends because um, I like I could I could do like the weekly or you know because I because the same time like I, I read manga so like for, for certain manga like I'm sort of fo- forced to like wait monthly at times for for uh, new chapters to come out so mm-hmm. um, because of that and just sort of like how I'm so busy like it's sort of good that I'm not able to sort of like just binge a show. Uh, granted, like if I when I finally have a day off and I really don't have like extra things to do on that day off, yeah, of course, like it's great to sort of like sit there and binge through a couple of episodes. But I don't know. I think like at a certain point, in my uh, point in my life, I would have been like, no, just give me everything now. But I'm I'm okay with having you know week to week, and it sort of gives me something to look towards uh, towards like the next week. And sometimes it makes like the week go by faster for me. Mm, okay. How about you, James? I pretty much echo that Chris is right, right on the money as he was going through it. Because, like, there was definitely a time I would agree. Give me the solid binge. And maybe, like, even a few years ago, I was definitely one to sit down and be like, okay, let's just knock out, like, a season of whatever. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, like, that solid, like, 40-minute episode, wait a week, come back. I've been, I've been, using, I've been enjoying that, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. Invincible, I got back onto that one. Had to wait a couple, like, wait a week for an episode. Help build the hype. Love that series. Um, even, like, catching up at the very end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I liked it better when I binged up into the last couple episodes and then waited two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, to get each one as they came out, so. Mm. Yeah, actually, even using the Marvel example, I mean, <clears throat> I think I, I do, I think, prefer the weekly uh, drops for certain things like using the Marvel stuff as an example like WandaVision I thought was great for weekly like I loved having those 30 minute episodes um, you know like and it allowed the mystery to sort of build up like I enjoy kind of trying to like pick it after every viewing I'd get, have like a com- like an hour long conversation about like you know what all the themes were I just thought that was like a, just a thematically 
a thematically rich show just in general mm-hmm. uh, and very rewarding on the weekly drop. Something like Falcon and Winter Soldier, I kind of wish I had binged through uh, because it felt really excruciating to me, like for one, <laughs> one week, an hour long. Uh, so I would have preferred something like that. If I'm not enjoying something as much, I do kind of wish I could just like blaze through it. Uh, whereas something again like WandaVision or Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, like a lot of these, especially these prestige shows, like The Wire, like those are great shows to kind of like watch weekly because you have so much to digest uh, and dissect over that that next seven days uh, that you just you don't really get when you binge because you're just you're so busy consuming and not doing enough thinking about it. Like you can't let things just kind of. Uh, marinate really when, when you binge through things. Um, I think I think the biggest thing for me is uh, like Twitter reactions and just sort of like being part of a conversation about like yeah. that particular episode because I feel like yeah. when you you're able to like just binge through things like people are at different points so it's sort of hard to have like certain conversations with people because they may be too forward they may be too like too far ahead exactly. of you they may be too behind you um, yeah. so like I, I I like it that there's like a a nice crowd of people that are keeping up with things like week to week and yeah. just just being in that conversation also for me like uh it sort of helps me stay off of twitter too so uh loki is gonna be the is the first like marvel disney plus show to not air on a friday so it airs uh wednesdays and uh i actually did a good job like not watching it um because i I, like I'll, I'll like watch it like as soon as it drops and then like rewatch it with my girlfriend. But I actually did a good job this time. I was like, you know what, I could wait, and you know we watched it, watched it together and enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's awesome. That's the way to go, in my opinion. Um, that's why you also see Netflix shows drop off in terms of discussion uh, very quickly. Like mm-hmm. after they come out, like it's two weeks later and you're like oh that that came out you know uh you, on to the th- next thing exactly i was gonna say, was gonna say look at uh was it jupiter's legacy so was that just like did people not watch that why did it get canceled already uh yeah they people i don't think people really watched it and like there wasn't really too much buzz on that show mm-hmm. um at, at least not for me like i really didn't see too and like i I feel like the people that I, I'm, like, friends with on Facebook, people I follow on Instagram and Twitter, like, we sort of, like, consume the same type of media. And Radio no one really talked right? about it. I feel like that was the same for me, too. Yeah, Like, so... it wasn't... People were just, like, up in arms. Not up in arms about it, but, like, excited about. Mm-hmm. And it's... it's it, I hear, apparently it's disappointing because it's a, it's a good, um... Like, it's a good franchise. Like, it has, like, a well-established franchise. And, you know, I guess word is like they might do a spinoff of like villains or something like that and see where that goes so i don't know like i i I hope they figure something out like they they release like they let all of the actors like get be released from their contracts so that's if that's if that's saying something it's like hey like you you don't have to like you know if you don't want to come back you don't have to come back so i I don't know that's, that's weird Mm-mm. but at the same time like I, I i guess they're sort of moving on to other projects so who knows what that means yeah it could mean anything yeah yeah netflix netflix has a weird philosophy around shows like they don't want things generally to go over three seasons they feel like it's uh redundant at that point because it's not bringing in new people to the service 
Uh, and we don't understand that because we don't see their numbers, like unlike cable companies where we can like measure ratings uh, by the Nielsen box or N Nielsen ratings. Uh, they, we don't, we have no idea. They don't release numbers generally. They might do like a ballpark figure, but we don't have specifics. So it's really tough when Netflix like cancels something, everybody's just kind of left shrugging their shoulders like, I, I don't know, I guess no one watched it. Like that we can only assume. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna stick with my you know my Marvel shows right now. Stick with my uh, my, my manga, and just like I'm really busy, so I, 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 it's good. And and then and then of course video games. Uh, so you know we have a ton of video game news that we're gonna. Uh, I guess sort of like. So we're doing predictions. I guess you know E3 is here. And 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 by here I mean like it's kind of, kind of. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah like uh, so I mean it's it's that time of year where we're just gonna get a, a ton of you know gaming news and it's already started so uh, you know if you're watching live you know shout out to our live viewers um, you know this news has already started and I feel like we normally record on a Wednesday but recording on a Thursday like it sort of gives us like a little bit more to talk about since we're in the thick of it. And then, of course, next week, by the time you hear from us again, like all the news will be out. We'll be able to give like our full like discuss like our full like you know uh, feelings on everything. So yeah. uh, this is gonna be a fun episode because um, I, I I have some hot takes. I, I don't even know if it's Ooh. hot takes because I feel like some people like feel the same way. So it's not even yeah. a hot take. it's not even a hot take at this point. I take that back. It's not a hot take. It's a cold take. Yeah, it's lukewarm. I have a, I have a feeling I know what one of them might be, but let's go. <laughs> Let's go. But before we before we jump into that, let's go ahead and catch y'all up with what we've been playing. So, James, Yo. what you been playing? So I've been jumping around from games to game as per usual. And this week we've uh, jumped into Dying Light. So last week, um, the Dying Light Two trailer dropped. I think they gave us a release date finally, um, and just showed us a lot of gameplay. And I was just thoroughly impressed. <laughs> it looks like a true sequel, and so. Based off of that, I had to go back to the uh, original and give it another run through. Playing on the Xbox Series X also takes advantage of the FPS boost, so now I'm playing at 60. It's super smooth, and that just lends itself to the parkour gameplay really well. So for the uninitiated, Dying Light is a park first-person parkour zombie game. I guess the best way to explain that in an open-world setting. Um, you dropped off into this quarantine zone. You are tasked with figuring out what's going on inside of it, possibly finding a cure, and you end up teaming up with survivors inside, taking on different factions throughout the island, and of course, zombies. The main mode of travel is parkour, like I was saying before, so think like a Mirror's Edge kind of um, traversal system. A lot of scampering up ledges, um, tic-tacs, so bouncing off of uh, walls and other walls, sliding under... Um, sliding under like uh, doors and things like that sort of thing and vaulting off of zombies. So basically I've just been trying to get back into terms with like how the game handles and improving my skills because that game really opens up as your character skill progresses as most games do. So you go from like barely being able to fight off a zombie to drop kicking one into a gas tank, <laughs> setting off an explosion drawing more zombies to you, lighting a tra setting a trap for a car bomb, sprinting over the car bomb, zombies chase after you, set off the trap, zip line to a nearby scaffolding, that kind of stuff. 
and there's a whole crafting system involved so you, of course you're picking up different pieces of gear and loot and turning it into like machetes and baseball bats and sledgehammers um giving them special effects of like tesla coils and flamethrowers and buzzsaw so it sounds so it's like a very solid parkour system but they really open up the imagination when it comes to the zombie killing um, you can do hand-to-hand combat if you prefer. Uh, there's also, like, you know, the moral choices, good or bad, which factions do you help, so there's different endings and things like that. Wait, was there? Just... Yeah. I I always remember this game being pretty linear. Hmm. I might have to go back and replay it. Hmm? Uh, cause, cause so, 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 Rod, me and you, like, replayed... Uh, well, well, I replayed it. I think you played right. it through the first time, for the first time. Yep. Um, do you, like, do you remember... Like, having choices and stuff like that? Uh, I remember having, like, some light choices. I actually wasn't sure that it made that much of a difference, honestly. So that's a little shocking. But I do remember, like, there being, like, a, a tree, like a dialogue tree that you could choose you know, like, from. Good ending, bad ending. That's exactly, exactly. Very binary type thing. Yeah. All I, all, like, James, you had me at, like, running up the zombies and drop kicking them. That's all I, that's <laughs> all I remember doing in that game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing the last couple of hours. Yeah. Something pretty striking about Di- Dying Light 2, I think worth shouting out, is just the fact that it does co-op so well. Like, it's seamless. Drop in, drop out. Like, it never, you, it just never feels like, like, oh, I have to do this part solo. Like, everything practically can be done with a, a friend up until, like, I think the very last mission or something like that. And it's it's um, weird that they sort of cut you off that way. Because, like you said, like, this majority of this game is all co-op. But then, like, the very yeah. last mission, they're like, nope, you gotta do it by yourself. It's all on you. Yeah. And that's what makes it so jarring, because it handles co-op so beautifully. I, I just wish games did that more. Like, you could bring in your person, like, your, like, dude, and run around the world and, and collect, like, you know, uh, stuff for your character. I don't know, it just... Mm-hmm. That's really neat. I, I really wish more games would take that philosophy. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I've been playing this week. So sliding it over to Roddy. Uh, what is you? What have you been playing, my guy? Man, so a couple things. Uh, well, first of all, I bought uh, Hunt Showdown or The Showdown, whatever. Hunt something. I don't know. It's that Crytek <laughs> game. Uh, and uh, just wanted to bring it up because I'll probably be talking about that soon. Um, but I did not get a chance to actually play it much because of other things I've, that have been on my plate, uh, one of which is Returnal. Um, and with Returnal, we've talked about this game a lot in the past few weeks. Um, I just wanted, really wanted to shout it out here because I had a hell of a run. I had a hell of a run. So as you guys know, I was struggling, struggling so hard to get past Biome 3. It was just kicking my ass uh, just up and down the, the pavement. This game said, oh, yeah, you thought you were good at games? Like, no, fuck you. Um, and it was just brutal um, and jarring, too, because I didn't feel like a lot of the game had been hard up to that point. But Biome 3 was like a hard wall. <laughs> <laughs> that mm-hmm. um, I beat I beat the bosses. I think I beat boss one in two tries, and I beat the, the second boss in one try. So I was like, okay, what the hell is going on? And clearly, like, I'm just bad <laughs> at Biome 3. And um, so I put the game down for a while to, like, go play other stuff. And then I picked it up just on a whim, completely on a whim. Almost forgot that I even owned it until I was, like, browsing my PS5 UI. And I was like, oh, yeah, Returnal. Like, let me just pop this in real quick and, and get my ass kicked. Maybe I can get a little further this time. Um, so, uh, popped it in 
I started the run, and Chris's voice in the back of my head just kept just popping up, going like, you know, run through biome one, you fucking idiot. Like, it just kept, because you said something similar, to, I'm paraphrasing, but you said something similar, like, we talked about, uh, we talked about this game. And so I did. I ran through a lot of Biome 1, and uh, not too much, though. I didn't run through the whole thing, but maybe, like, half of it, and went to straight to Biome 3 and had um, immediately upon entering, you know, there, I got the enemies that, that uh, kamikaze you, basically. Like, <sighs> Yeah. So James, yeah. you know my pain. Oh, I hate those things. Yeah. Um, I did not know. So I was I was struggling with them because I didn't really have a feel on when to attack, when to dodge, because when they dive at you, it, it the tell is not obvious at all. Nope. Uh, and you just you're hit before you even realize it. And so I was I had a really scrappy run like through through this. I told you guys this uh, kind of privately, but Man, uh, I, I, this is the one run where I was actually like pausing. I was going back to like rooms to like investigate and to make sure I was collecting every single health power up and resin that I could because mm -hmm. it was just, it was just that scrappy, man. I really was just scrounging around, uh, hoping to just survive. It was not like a, <laughs> it was not a clean run by any means, but um, somehow. I managed to find a hollow seeker, which had decent, uh, decent proficiency on it. And I made it to the boss, almost fucking died. And even had to spend like six ether on that reconstructor machine just in case. Cause I was like, I've made it so far. I cannot yes. die here. <laughs> I just can't. So I spent six ether, uh, and then went over to the boss and, wanted to shout this game out here because the boss in biome three like i wasn't really impressed with the first two bosses here biome three boss is actually pretty hype like he the music was awesome the way that um you know i don't want to spoil it for for some of you who haven't reached the boss yet but um but the way that like it it um kind of just i don't know just when the orbs are coming at you, like the colored orbs that you have to like dodge, you know, the things that uh, House Mark, he, uh, you know, House Mark, they really specialize in for like, you know, Resogun and all their other games, really. Mm -hmm. um, they like the way that all of that just fills the screen and the, 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 the traversal as well, like kind of mid match is just this this is such a cliched word but i mean it's incredibly it makes things feel incredibly like epic really the size of the 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 boss as well is like very imposing um it feels very much like a final boss fight and knowing that there were more biomes i was like damn it, it, is this not the last person like or creature or whatever um just a, a really cool fight um that's a scary feeling man it is it it kind of was honestly like and my heart was just beating out of my chest because like, I didn't want to die. Like, I was like, I'd made it so far. I did not want to lose. And I, miraculously, I survived. I beat the boss in, like, w the one try that I got to him. Um, and it was an awesome feeling. It gave me that Souls feeling. Like, when you, you triumph, finally, over something that has given you grief for the longest time. Uh, and it was great. That was a great feeling. I immediately shut the game off after that. <laughs> I made sure I was like in a good place to stop and immediately said, nope, I'm going to just bask in this for a little while. Right. Uh, but I, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I will return to do biome, 
4 and onward. Um, I think, Chris, you stopped at Biome 4, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're at the same spot. Um, I, I, I highly recommend if anybody has been, like, kind of struggling or on the fence, at least see that Biome 3 boss. I thought it was spectacular. Um, definitely. So, that was Returnal. Um, I have been playing one other game that I have also really been enjoying. So, if, if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, um, you guys know that I'm a huge Nier Automata, Automata fan. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite games of the past generation, definitely in my top 10. Um, I think it actually has one of my favorite stories uh, in, in any game ever, uh, and maybe even, even in fiction. Like, it's just a great, like, cer certain things that come upon, like, some, some things you encounter and you're just like, hmm this isn't good for like X. This is just like straight up good. Like this isn't just a good story for a video game. This is like a great story. Uh, and I really felt that way about Nier Automata. And so I've been, I picked up Nier Replicant and this is the remake of Nier Gestalt. I think it was called in the U S um, when it released like 10 years ago or so. Um, maybe not 10 years, maybe like eight or something like that. But um, this is a completely, it, it's not a, just a remaster. I see a lot of people saying it's a remaster, but they've actually upgraded a lot of systems. The graphics have gotten an overhaul. Uh, the combat is actually completely different, or I'd say mostly different. Uh, the combat in the original Nier was supposedly very sluggish, uh, or more so than this one is. This resembles more of a character, like a traditional character action game, like a Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, or even Nier Automata is, is probably the best or better comparison here. Um, and uh, it, this is a Yoko Taro joint. So very similar to like, you know, Hideo Kojima, you could just say their name and you know, like what you're kind of getting here. Um, you're getting a very uh, kind of esoteric, really irreverent experience. Uh, and I mean, Near Replicant is definitely that. Uh, so the, the, the idea behind this game is that you are a, a young boy uh, who has a sister with this disease called the Black Scrawl and it is slowly killing her. Uh, at least I think that's my understanding of it. Um, she's like, she's just very sick. She's coughing a lot. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a deadly disease. Um, she, she didn't get that vaccine? She did. <laughs> yeah, I guess she's anti-vaxxers. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but you are trying to basically find the cure for her. Um, you know, you want to save your sister. And so you're out in the world. Um, you live in this village uh, that is very small, uh, but it's also connected to other parts of the world. Uh, so it feels very much like a grand adventure, of, like of epic proportions, basically, uh, because you you start in this quaint little sort of you know Legend of Zelda style village, um, but then progress to like a seaside port and a desert and uh, things of that nature. Uh, and along the way, you meet a very, uh, I should say, motley crew, uh, just to put that lightly. Uh, you run across a book called uh, Grimoire of Weiss, and, uh, and he is a talking book who is very sassy. Uh, he is a very sassy book, um, but he's also incredibly funny, a total asshole, but really great to have in your party just because... Uh, he, he's so entertaining um, and very much a lot of the fourth wall uh, breaker of, of this, almost like a, a Deadpool, if you will, like sort of in some ways. Like, for instance, like the 
third or fourth time you accept a quest, like a, a monotonous quest in the village to like collect three boar skins or whatever, he's like, he's like, yes, my friend here loves to meddle in other people's affairs, like things of like that. It, you know, very self-aware in that RPG sense. Um, you also meet a uh, a mysterious woman named uh, Kayene, who is a some sort of like. I don't know if she's like a mutant or what's going on, but she has like some powers that she doesn't, isn't supposed to have or doesn't want for some reason. Uh, and she is, she has a very, she curses probably more than I do, which is pretty great. Um, actually, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the first thing that she tells a boss when you start fighting him is that she's going to stick her hand down its bitch ass chest and ram its fucking heart out of it or something like that. That's a quote. Um, what? That's literally what she says. And the, the main character says, what <laughs> did she just what um so it's um it it is it is an experience she's also pretty great uh just because she's very much she's a very mysterious character and her storyline right now is compelling me at the moment just because like i just want to know what her deal is um and everybody is really really good in this uh, all the voice acting is is awesome i think they record re-recorded a lot of this um i believe um, so they put in additional work. The localization got an update. The game looks really, really good. It's fun to play. Um, it very much does feel like in a lot of parts, a game from like, you know, er, mid to like late previous gen, I guess two gens ago at this point, like the 360 PS3. Um, there's like not really a fast travel system as it were. There's like a way that you can get around the land faster um but uh-oh i'm having a recording problem i think um oh, no. hey chris are we good yeah we still? can yeah we can still hear you yeah, okay um so yeah i am uh oh lost my train of thought yes yeah, not a great way uh, to fast travel but you do have ways to get around faster there's a lot of also like backtracking so it's like okay you need to go collect five mouse tails and three lizard guts or whatever and you have to like go run physically to the place to like whatever place might have the lizard tails or guts or whatever and then run to the other place that has the mouse tails and then run back to the quest so it's like very old school questy in that way um so you do have to kind of stomach some of that but really what's pushing me forward is that cast is that narrative is that dialogue uh, it just it feels like such a unique uh, experience that I've I've really been enjoying it so far, um, and there are apparently like two halves to it, and I'm approaching the end of that first half. Um, I, I'm 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 enthralled. I'm enthralled so far, so I'm looking forward to digging more into this. I'm about ten hours in, um, which is actually a lot considering I started it like last week. That's that's a lot for me to put in for a week. Uh, so that kind of speaks to just how good I think this game is. Hmm. See, I've, I've, and you, you get mad at me for not finishing near uh, Automata. Like, I, I get it. Like, and like, I've played, I've played like, I don't know, maybe like four or five hours of, of the game, and it's a good game. It's just that I, I have, I have ADHD, y'all. Like, I, if, if, I think what it is, is that like, I, I think I had to go somewhere and like, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't feel like it. I was like, yo, why is this world so big? Like, it's it's too much. And, yeah. I, like, I, I just I sort of dropped my interest and, like, picked up something else. But, yeah, I the game looks fun. This game looks fun. This game series looks fun. 
I just, yeah. yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I, I, I kind of understand. Like, I kind of get it. Like, it, the games don't immediately, like, there's no immediate hook to where it's like, oh, oh, I'm like 110% invested. Like, they, there's a ramp. There's a ramp up, period, to these games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the same is true in, in here, in Near Replicant. Like, it's not just immediately, like, you know, just a, a home run. All right, cool. Like, you, you have to have some degree of patience with it. Not saying that you didn't, Chris. I'm just saying in general, like... I didn't have patience. With these... <laughs> I, 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 just, I, just, I just didn't have patience. Okay, sure, sure. Like, I just... Just with these type of experiences, like, there's something always off-kilter with, with like with what's going on here. Like things don't feel quite right or normal. And you want to like figure out and unravel that mystery. That's what's really getting me going right now and, and keeping me uh, invested is, is the fact that I want to like, you know, I want to peel that onion. I want to know what's going on at the center of this thing because something isn't, something's not right. Like for example, the game starts um, like far into the future. Uh, it's like a, an apocalyptic, desolate New York and you know you're you're the protagonist with your sister. Uh, she's like out of sorts, and you've got this this book here, um, and you're being attacked by these these enemies called Shades. Uh, and at, at the end of that sequence, it says like 1,500 years later, and it's still like you and your sister, and you're the same age, but it's like they have no. It's almost like they have no recollection or memory or of what's happening, but you don't actually they don't seem to acknowledge like what happened before that the sequence you just played and how there's so much time that has passed because you went from like this winter apocalyptic place 1500 years launched to like this very sunny bright village with actual people in it and it's like well that's not right (laughs) that's that doesn't seem normal uh so like that sort of thing is something that Yoko Taro does in in both near games that 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 really compels one to keep going with with uh, with the experience. So yeah, I, I'm very curious to keep going on this. I have theories on what might be happening, given that this game is a prequel to Automata. I, I have a feeling I might know, but I don't, and that's actually really exciting. So hmm. um, yeah, that's that's near replicant, guys. It's pretty good. Right. Oh, all right. That's all I've been playing this week. Um. So real quick, I guess I could sort of talk about what I've been playing. Um. And um. Rod, real quick, if you could leave and then come yeah. back, just so we could definitely get you to record on the back end. Um. But, uh. Yeah, it's been a long week for me, and I've been playing a game called Life, and mm. Mm, it is. It's uh. It just keeps going. It keeps going. Uh, <laughs> that is one way to look at it. <laughs> I I I think like I've played like I've I think I played like a, a like a small amount this like this past week, but um, it's more or less the same games I've been playing uh, over the past couple of weeks. So it's nothing to like really like dive into. Um, mm-hmm. Here's one gripe though. I I've been trying to like go back and play uh, Knockout City. And okay. netcode is trash. Really, I haven't. My first game is as has always been like a laggy mess to the point where I'm like, I I don't even want to play. So, are you playing wired or wireless? I'm playing wireless, but at the same time, I have like really really good internet. So, like, 
other games, it doesn't really like give me an issue. I see, but I went through the same thing when we first had the beta. Remember, I was telling you the game felt wrong. Yeah, I was playing on Wi-Fi like then. The moment I plugged in, things been pretty smooth. Okay. So I'll try, I'll try I would to, suggest that first. I'll, I'll try that out. <laughs> before it might be I, smash netcode. Be, 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 before I before I uninstall it, I'll right. I'll I'll try I'll try Ethernet. But um, besides that, like same old same old. Still playing uh, Monster Sanctuary on um, Game Pass. Uh, still playing uh, Hellblade, and um, Hellblade's fun. It's a it is a trip. You know, it's that you know it's a it's a audio visual. Uh, experience for sure. Like I said last week, when when games say, "Oh, like is this is best experience with headphones on," like half the time, like they're right. But like, there's like the very few times where I'm like, "Yo, this is like the only way to play this game." Mm-hmm. Yo, if you're playing Hellblade, like I said, make sure like make sure you're using headphones. And to me, it just adds into the experience. Like I, I play in like a room that's like pitch black. So that, like, it's just, like, I'm, I guess I'm more absorbed into what's going on in the game. But then also at the same time, like, you're, when you're really getting into the game and you're hearing the voices, like, behind you, to the side of you. Like, the, the game uses, like, the three audio. So you, like, just hearing, like, the, the voices, like, go back and forth and, like, you, you hear them battling in your head. Like, you know, their, their audio design, like, whoever did that, just, like, yeah. that person needs a raise. And they, okay. it's it's something that I I would love to and like you you see it in like AAA games you'll see it in like Sony's like AAA games but to see this I mean I guess Hellblade is cons- it's considered AAA uh, Ninja Theory is a is a big it is now uh, yeah it's considered like well yeah it's Ninja Theory but then now it's also like funded by Microsoft so yeah te- technically when it came out it was uh, considered an indie game when it came that's, out. that's what i'm saying got... yeah now it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah now it's it like they sort of like you know they they have mm-hmm. they have the backing now to to pretty much right. i guess they they have the microsoft blank check so uh mm-hmm. so yeah I, question uh-huh did you know that game has a vr version i've heard that and i think i have it um on steam uh so i just have it i haven't had a chance to really god damn it why are you giving me? Why are you? Why are you? Tell, why are you telling me this now? At some point over the next couple of days, I'm gonna have to try it. There you go. Yeah. Because I'm just saying that audiovisual feast. I feel like that would just be the next level. See, but in VR, like I wonder if it's like, like there's some games that are in VR, but it's more or less like you are like the the game is still like in third person, like it's like a over the shoulder type mm-hmm. of like uh, experience. So I. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I could look up some gameplay, see what that looks like. But yeah, I guess he just gave me some homework. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely check that out. And let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Like we said, we're combining our news with our topic. Topic is E3? Question <laughs> mark. Uh, so I, I think we should probably start with like Summer Games Fest, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 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 I, what's so what's going on with that? Because I completely missed that today. Oh boy, um, I guess I'll lead this one then. Um, yeah, you were there for it. Yeah, yeah, I watched all eighty hours of this. Uh, so this is Jeff Keeley's thing, um, and so I guess to start, I mean, you mentioned, and, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Chris, because you actually were b- going up to a good point with like E3 question mark. I guess we should maybe kind of talk about why it's a question mark. Like E3 is really weird this year, right? Like there's, it's not. 
it's not last year where it was like that that summer of games thing which lasted four months or whatever and there was like no centralized hub for any information this is the first year that the esa was like all right we're back e3's back baby except sony's not here and capcom is kind of here but with old shit and <laughs> yeah um it's weird and so uh, do i have that right am i on track with that as far as like what's strange about this e3 i would say so and it feels maybe a bit more spread out than usual too because mm-hmm. usually yeah. with these kind of things it's like three days and you're like i got everything i want to get mm-hmm. but now it feels like it goes on for like a solid week yeah but six days seven days something like that yeah yep exactly and 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 we're kicking it off really it which i guess is unofficially e3 week since technically summer game fest and e3 aren't like really playing together <laughs> in the same sandbox um but i guess we could talk about a lot of the things that they brought up here um we don't have to mention everything because again it was there was a lot of stuff but just the highlights so James, you were talking about Tiny Tina Wonderlands and being excited about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who is Tiny Tina? Like, just from a Borderlands neophyte like myself. Oh, Tiny Tina is probably the most popular side character in the Borderlands franchise. Okay. Um, so she was first introduced in Borderlands 2, arguably the uh, best game in the franchise as well. And then... They had her star in the DLC campaign. Um, I forget what it's called. It was, it was like a Dungeons and Dragons spinoff, basically. Oh, okay. The Borderlands theme, huh. like Dungeons and Dragons. Hmm. And so now that they come back with this, which looks like a whole different spinoff title based around that same kind of concept, mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting. So I guess more about who she is. She's a little psychopath. <laughs> to be Got completely it. honest with you, she loves exploding things. Um, I'm sure there's more to her character than that, like troubled childhood or something like that. Because she needs, she has no parents, mm. and we always know how that how that goes. Mm. So, man, okay. I was I was curious about that. I heard the name Tiny Tina. Uh, Borderlands Two was not something I played a lot of, so mm-hmm. um, I I've, I kind of missed out on that. But it, this is interesting because just like you said, this looks like a, a standalone title. Uh, not something that will be like a first-person Borderlands type thing. Um, it's going to be like some high fantasy version. Maybe it, maybe it could be Borderlands-ish. Like maybe it might be first-person, but it's going to have more of a high fantasy take. I think that's a possibility, and yeah. it's still set in the same Borderlands universe. Which mm. is interesting because that the guy in the trailer definitely looks like Clay from Borderlands Three. Oh, okay, that's who that is. All right. So, oh. I mean, I could be wrong. But I feel like that's the direction they're going with. Yeah, they made a big show during the trailer of, of showcasing the voice talent. So they had like Andrew Samberg, Will Arnett, uh, Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Yep, yep. Ashley Birch is back as Tiny Tina. And she's um, younger now. So this is like, oh, I don't okay. know if this is like a prequel between the games or yeah. it's like alternate universe or what. Okay. I really enjoy Ashley Birch's work, so I'll probably check that out. Yeah, man, she's got skills. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, something else I thought was really neat. It almost, I, they almost fooled me for half a second. Uh, even though I saw SNK at the very beginning of the trailer. So I was like, okay, well, what the hell? Uh, but Metal Slug Tactics, which is a tactics game, but Metal Slug. I'm here for that. Looks pretty awesome, actually. Um, 
the anime the anime style trailer was really neat because it had like the cool animation uh, mixed with like actual gameplay of what it looked like, and it, it definitely reminded me of like Advance Wars or like uh, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or something like that. Uh, more so the tactics side of it. Uh, it was like the, all, all the military stuff kind of looked Advance Wars ish to me, but mm-hmm. this actually looked pretty sweet. Um, and one is, was one of the things that stood out to me. I mean, it was really early on in the show when they revealed it, but uh, but it was it stuck out. Um, Death Stranding. They announced a director's cut. Chris, I know you're really excited for that. Oh boy, yes. We 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 need more of this game, more of this walking simulator. But this time it also makes fun of Metal Gear, so you can do that too. Okay. <laughs> no. Chris looks very unenthused right now. Like, wow. Um, you didn't like this game, right? I didn't care for it. Like there was a, there there was a lot of like excitement for this game, and I just I don't know if I just didn't get it. I didn't I. Being a package delivery man isn't enticing to me. Um, like, it's cool. Like, there's, like, a lot of detail in the game, and there's there's a story, I think. Um, but it just, it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. Like, I, I know there are people out there that really like this game. I'm I'm not like downing that. Like it's it just it it just didn't do it for me. Like I I I understand that Kojima has like he has his his imaginations out there. I respect that. Like this this man's a visionary. But come on now, like Amazon Prime uh, simulator. Like I I just it's not it's not it wasn't for me. <laughs> so you you won't be day wanting this. No. No, but this is a director's cut, so it might be better. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Jeff, that one, please. Jeff, that. Um, all right. Uh, so one thing. Oh, James, you just the other day talked about Scott Studios, and lo and behold, lo and behold, a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary, Salt and Sacrifice, got announced for 2022, and it's going to have uh, online co-op. That's pretty awesome. Um, because you've talked about Scott Studios, that actually made me kind of go on like a little a mini binge uh, of, of kind of their work. And uh, I was like, damn, I should check out that Salt and Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Um, so seeing this announced today was, was pretty funny. Um, really, another cool announcement that, uh, that was made was Microsoft and I think Steam, maybe? I know, I think it was maybe ID at Xbox. They made the announcement that Tunic and Sable are going to be a part of like a an E3 uh, an E3 initiative where like you'll have a lot of demos to play from home, just like last year. Last year they did the same thing, um, and I thought that that was pretty cool. Those were the two games that they announced uh, that will be on the, uh, the the little I guess E3 festival demo circuit thing, uh, whatever that is will be. Um, so I thought that was really neat because both of those games look really cool. Uh, both indie games that I think everybody should should uh, check a look, as a Devolver might say. Um, so I want to shout that out real quick because yeah, think, please. like if we're talking about like E three season and everything else, that's the one thing people would go there for, right? Right. Get your hands on some exclusive games. So now just being able to just download those E three builds at home, that's dope. Yeah, it's very I'm, cool. I'm, I'm here for that with the digital future. Yeah, present. <laughs> right, right, yeah, it's the digital reality. present. 
Yeah, digital reality. That's got a nice ring to it. Digital reality. Maybe we should trademark that. Cut that oh, out, Chris. Boy. Cut that out. We we, we need that for uh, for us. <laughs> um. So uh, I actually definitely want to check out um this uh, this back for blood that was announced to have a beta, uh, an open beta. We knew it was going to have one, but it actually had a date drop. And maybe there was already a release date for this, but I didn't know what that was. So it looks like it's October, mid-October. Um, and Same. yeah. And then the open beta is, I believe, early August. So that is pretty close, uh, not too far away. Uh, that will be here before we know it. And I think that that game looks really sweet. I'd actually really love to play that with you guys. Uh, when that comes out. Um, James, you were talking about uh, Prime Matter. Actually, before we started, you were telling me that uh, that there was a brand new publishing label. Yeah, just this, um, I was skimming through and I saw this sound of sizzle reel. What caught my attention was that it's a brand new publisher with 12 games under its belt already. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So took a look and that includes some games that have already come out like... Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance includes new games like Payday 3, which is I think is like a little, a little like cult classic. Mm-hmm. I would say we had some good times playing um yeah. Payday 3, I mean Payday 2. Payday so I'm 2. Obviously mm-hmm. another one, another one of those. Uh, what was that a new Painkiller title? I'm not sure what Painkiller is, but people seemed excited about it. Do you guys know? Uh, no, I've not played it. I, I've heard of it, but I haven't played it myself, and I don't know too much. Okay. Well, yeah, um, and then it just seemed like a huge variety of um, of styles of games too, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty neat that they just uh, announced that there. Um, I think that they may be, you know, pretty decent players uh, in in the near future. Uh, the that game company announced that Sky is launching uh, this month, later this month, on June 29th. Uh, Chris, you talked about this game. Earlier this year, uh, you played it on Apple Arcade uh, with your backbone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and really enjoyed it. I, re- I remember you saying that. And uh, so it's, it'll be really cool to be able to check this out on, on the Switch, which I will definitely do. Uh, Overwatch 2 showed off two skins, Baptiste and Sombra. Uh, only reason why I really bring this up is because we just bought Overwatch 2 for the last couple weeks. Um, so we're just keeping that train going. Uh, they look Ooh. like Sombra and Bap. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, you could definitely tell like the engine is, is better. I mean, James, you were telling me before the show started that, Mm -hmm. you know, you could tell that, you know, there's been an upgrade, like in terms of visual fidelity. Uh, so. Right. Like I wouldn't say revolutionary, but definitely like a nice update. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. There's no like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say also shout out to the, the hair team. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Baptiste has has hair. He has a black man hair. Let's go. But like detailing the cut and everything. Yes, yes. It's, that's the first thing I look at when I see a black character. I look at their hair. I say, did a did a white person make this game? We can tell. Uh, so, don't say that too loud. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Activision Blizzard. <laughs> I was, no, no. It's hey, funny. The, dude, the, the, the first thing that came to yeah. my mind was what they did with Miles Morales, like his hairline. Oh yeah, going from yeah, from uh, the yeah. first Spider-Man to the Miles Morales. Yeah, Spider-Man. yo, they they finally they yeah. got a bro- they finally got a brother to like line that got man up. Right. They did, they did, and and you know the character um, artist, one of the major character artists, I want to say maybe even the, I think the lead is is black on Overwatch. So, oh, uh, never mind. Yeah, that's, that's definitely hype. Definitely hype. 
Um, what else did they announce that was cool? Uh, they show. Oh. oh, yeah. I got one. Yeah. The new Tales of Arise trailer. Mm. I'm actually interested in this one. Um, I've not played all of the Tales games. Tales of Exilia. I think that was on PS3. Really get, like got me interested in the franchise there. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with this one. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a, an evolution for the series. I think a lot of games are going through this right now, trying to like take that next step mm-hmm. and pull in a new audience. Yep. So I am definitely curious. They introduced um, some more party members. Uh, I think they got the traditional like paladin class in there now. And I didn't see the other guy. But I'm interested in that. So there's a yeah, no, I mean that a lot of people. I think this was one of the more hyped uh, games of the conference. A lot of people were looking forward to this Tales game. Tales is always a series that like I've I've admired from afar, but never really got into. Um, like literally just never played. Uh, so like maybe I'll jump in with this one. That's one of those time investment games, Roddy. Just so you know. Oh no. Okay. So. <laughs> I'll prepare. I'll clear a hundred hours. Oh, there you go. Plan yourself, <laughs> plan yourself accordingly. Right. Uh, there was this really, really cool game. I actually was one of my favorite games that they showed today called Planet of Lana. Uh, they called it a, an off-Earth Odyssey. Uh, it, was, it has a completely hand-painted art style. Um, it's going to be on Steam and Xbox, um, series, consoles, and the one, I believe. Uh, it looks really, really awesome. Totally up my alley. Uh, this this stuck out as like one of the coolest things that I saw at this show for sure. Uh, did you get a chance to see this one, James? I did see a couple a couple of seconds of this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Still didn't quite get into understanding what the gameplay loop was. But um, it looked pretty. They didn't show a lot of of that. I mean, what we they saw it wasn't like a lot of action or anything like that. It was very like chill. Um, it looks like the place that you are in is being invaded by some like alien mysterious alien force uh but you there's not i didn't really see a lot there there's like some minor platforming looked like i only saw the trailer once but i, I believe i saw some of that in there um it, it looks really cool though I, I was impressed with that one definitely um but the big kahuna of this uh was was the reveal and and jeff Keeley, just this man is such a such a class act I, I really enjoy watching his stuff when he's 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 revealing things he hyped this like so hard in like 30 seconds he was like man i can't you guys you ain't gonna believe man i ooh, thank you lord like it was it was something i was like all right what's this man got and sure enough he revealed elden ring not only did he reveal elden ring we got gameplay we got almost three minutes of beautiful blissful gameplay uh and a release date at that this game is coming out supposedly on january 21st i was i was i I thought you were about to troll us i thought you were about to talk about how like he's like a mask on among us (laughs) i should have i should have thank you that's for next time (laughs) um yeah i mean did did either of you guys see any of this footage at all i did okay so you did I, i watched the trailer i had to see the Elden ring stuff okay uh, what what did you guys think? I'm just curious what you guys thought about Elden Ring after all of this time. I mean, most souls born, to be it's, completely honest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's all right. Yeah. So you, you, you actually sold it straight out of my mouth because um, 
So, so the, he's, he's like sort of peering inside, like you know, our, our world. I, we we yeah. have a we have a group chat for the for the podcast, and like yeah. you know, th- there was a lot of hype. There was like, what, what was it you guys said? What was it like? Actually, oh, was it, they don't it, said much. I think. I think was it uh, was it? Oh, it's it's uh, it's finally here, or it's happening, or something like that. I was like, yo, what's oh, happening? I was like, Atlanta what? said that. What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? And then I was like, oh, Elden Ring. I was like, hmm, that sounds familiar. What is that? I click it. And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! This more souls. Yeah, huh. it really is more souls." I, I I knew you know from the very beginning when you were like, "Oh man, hot takes actually cold takes." I knew this was one. I knew this was one. But you know what? It's okay because like you're right. It is. It is absolutely more so. It's souls with horses, and I kind of love it. Like it looks really cool. So I think. The thing about it is that it's not just that it's Souls gameplay. I mean, it is. You guys are not wrong when you say that um, at all. Uh, I, I will say, though, that this, it has an interesting mix of of Dark Souls and Bloodborne together because Dark Souls is more medieval fantasy, like high fantasy, and Bloodborne is more like gothic horror. And this looks like a mix of the two, which is cool. Um, and we haven't really seen... Well, have we seen some bit of that in the Dark Souls 3 DLC where they kind of got a little Bloodborne-ish. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like, this, it looks so crisp. It looks it looks really good. Now, it doesn't look like a powerhouse. It's cross-gen. Like, there's only so much that they'll be able to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, cross-gen, cross-platform, that sort of thing. And but, you know what uh, I don't think does any favors? What's that? It's the fact that we've seen Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls visually, I think, blows it out of the water. I will say, though, that I like the art direction in this more mm-hmm. already. Like, the art style, like, and that's that's the thing, is that everybody, like, a lot of people say, like, more souls, more souls, more souls. But, like, I think the art direction here is, like, I feel like a step above what I've seen, like, in the other Souls games. It just, it looks really fucking cool. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I'm impressed with it. Uh <laughs> It, and, and that's and that's that's, and, that's where I was I was gonna say and that's and that's good. Like you, you know how we're like we, we say this on the show. We're like you know what we're yeah. we're happy for people like the fans of this sure. game. That, that's yeah, that sure. from the from the bottom of my heart. I am happy y'all <laughs> finally got this gameplay footage, this gameplay reveal, yeah. and like I'm sorry. It it you said the aesthetic of this game. Yeah. It it souls though. I mean, this, this, it's Souls in gameplay, and it is Souls-esque. It is very Souls-esque. But if you look at some of those character designs, some of the boss designs here are really spectacular. Like I, I will give you that. This game, like, the monsters do look cool. And visually, it does look, like, super impressive. But I think the thing that lingers in the back of my mind is, like, this is going to play like a Souls game. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Like, if you gave me this, but it played, like, Ninja Gaiden or, like, Devil May Cry or something, <sighs> yes, please. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that it's going to be that same... Well, maybe it won't be the same. They they found ways to iterate on the formula. They could surprise me. Just horseback combat now. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, I, th- I, like, I mean, just judging from the footage... Again, I don't disagree with you guys at all. Like, it is absolutely more souls. It just... It looks like souls with horses. Which could be cool. Like, I mean, with Sekiro, it was the grappling hook. Uh, with Bloodborne, it was the offense. Like, offensive-focused combat. Um... Like, yeah, you're right. There is always, like, a hook to these things. I think the horse is the hook, from what I have gathered. Unless they're hiding more gameplay stuff. The uh, lightsaber sword's a nice touch. The sword? Yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff like that. Like, we didn't really have 
magic weapons like that. I mean, you had magic in Souls, but not like that. Like, that was is different. Um, that wasn't really what we had in the other games. You know what? I, I think for me, I have to get my hands on this game. Like it, mm-hmm. if it if it can if it plays, like it's going say, to play like Souls, man. Like it really will. So like I don't know if you're gonna like I don't know if it's gonna change your mind. Like if you don't like Souls, I don't think Elden Ring's gonna change anything for you. I don't know, man. That boss was kind of Sekiro-ish, and I could deal with Sekiro combat. Did you like Sekiro combat? I did. Okay. I didn't finish it, but I did enjoy the combat. That that was very. That was Souls esque, but different enough. Like it was more, it was more action game oriented. So it was more like a Ninja Gaiden or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just with the Souls philosophy of like, you know, a difficulty really. Which is still technically the Ninja Gaiden philosophy because those games are exactly difficult as hell too. Right, right, right. Like huh. you, you, you spawn somewhere and all the enemies come back and like you die, you lose your stuff, but you can reclaim it. That sort of thing. Right. Um, where in some ways I thought Sekiro was actually even more for- forgiving because you had the verticality in the combat. Uh, you didn't really have that in the other Souls games. Sorry, because I didn't mean to cut you off there. I wanted you to finish your thought uh, on oh, that. Oh no, that was that was that was that's pretty much it. Like I I I am I'm still in the same like boat that I I am just with this like franchise. Sure. So yeah. But I mean, but it's it's cool that y'all are getting another game. So like, wait, hold on. We we got we got buttons for this now. This is what you wanted. Wait, we got buttons. There you go. Y'all, y'all finally got it. Y'all finally got it. Congratulations, Soul Spin. <laughs> yeah, I'll be. Uh, what's up, Chris? <laughs> I was gonna say how annoyed are you now? <laughs> that oh no, no, no! I'm not annoyed at all. No, seriously, like I'm not annoyed at all. I completely walked in here today, kind of figuring that you know that was the reaction from you guys, but like. <laughs> But you but you aren't wrong. Like it is more souls. For me, that's a great thing. But for people who don't, if you don't like souls, I, I just I don't think this is I don't think this is gonna change anything. Because what I saw looked very much like that. Uh, but I guess like the big like hook for this one, I guess is gonna be like potentially the writing, since it like it's a yeah. it's like a collab. Is it collab between? Um, uh, the creator of like Dark Souls and what Lord of the Rings? George R. R. Martin. Yeah, is that Lord of the Rings? No, that's um, no. that's what what's the uh, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. There we go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Miyazaki is of course the director of the Souls games, and George R. R. Martin has written the lore. So the story bits, you know, have potential to be pretty special, but you know he hasn't contributed anything like gameplay related, really. Um, we saw a lot of course combat, and that might be where some of it is coming from. Uh, you know, in all honesty, that's a good that's a good assumption, um, and that is different because we haven't really had like creatures. I don't believe that you can actually ride like that. Um, you know, so yeah, Ellen Ring, more souls. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the show guys <laughs> i mean it's weak <laughs> no but um man like like we said that's cool so w- was there anything else that really like because i guess that was like your like showstopper like that was the, the thing for you for for this uh um summer game fest but like what, what about for what about everyone else like is that was that really it like i guess we have to wait for like the rest of e3 yeah, yeah i mean basically. everything that i listed out like everything we talked about 
during that segment was like at least my highlights and James listed out some of his as well. Um, I don't really think we missed anything. I, mean, oh. I guess it, it said what it said. It was a kickoff show. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess let's talk about what we have, you know, to look forward to. And, you know, right. our, our Twitch chat is already, you know, shouting some stuff out. Uh, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about Battlefield for one. Are you yeah, are sure. all excited for, you know, another Battlefield? What is this Battlefield? What, 2142? 2142? 2042? Yeah, something like that. 2042, yeah. I think. Yeah. Futuristic tanks. Yeah. Um, I thought that trailer was... It was a it was a well-made trailer. I wish it was gameplay. Um, it, we I know it was game engine footage, so it was Frostbite, but, like, you know, I... Excuse me. I want to see, like, you know, moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, which we're going to get on Sunday, I would assume, during the Microsoft show is when we're receiving that. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm ready to drop Warzone, <laughs> like, at this point. Like, uh, I'm ready to play something else with, like, my group of people that I play that game with, uh, and they're all excited about Battlefield, so uh, I think that will be the new thing. And also, it would be nice to jump back into a new Battlefield. I haven't really, like, seriously played a Battlefield since, like, 3. I played 4 a little bit. I played 5. A little bit like i bought it for 20 bucks and played it for like a couple hours and was like oh, okay this is cool mm -hmm. uh and then stopped uh so i would actually like to pick one up i was really hoping that they're going to do a battle royale and i thought that was the plan but the rumor they, is that they're yeah not. they i was gonna say yeah they've already like have um like heavily denied a battle royale like they've announced so this game um there's no campaign, campaign. It's, it's gonna be uh as multiplayer um, That's and, fine. And and so far, like the modes that they've announced, like it, it's not battle royale. So, so they have like their conquest mode. I think they have um, what's that other mode called? Uh, like that that came out rush. With, not rush. Um, like they, they they made it popular in like the last one where it's like it's a it's a match that continues on to like another. Oh match. yeah, it's like a cinematic ish mode where you yeah. have like kind of mini cutscenes before the game yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah so so they're bringing something like that back um and they have like these other modes but they uh they, you know of course they haven't revealed it yet but they they've gone on record saying that it's not um it's not a battle royale so it's not with me i don't know 28 players on one map that, that's nuts that's a lot of people it's a lot of people, yeah. I mean, you know, Warzone's 150, but yeah, it's a lot of people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I would actually really like if they did that, but I kind of get, like, from their perspective, like you guys are saying, 128 people, it's already full-scale, you know, uh, war. Like, it's, it, I don't, Battlefield's never been a game that I've thought, like, okay, I'm going to have one life. Like, it's always been something I know I'm going to die in a lot and respawn a lot and run back and spawn on my teammate. Like, that's just, like, the core of the game. Uh, so I'm... I guess the more that I'm thinking about it, I'm okay with it not having a Battle Royale. Um, I'm a little bit more concerned with, like, what they're doing with DLC, because with Battlefield Five, they took a good approach to that. They said that everything... All extra content is free and can be subsidized by, like, I think other stuff that they were selling, I believe. Like, cosmetics or whatever i think you could pay for stuff in the game but it was it wasn't like content uh all the content in that game was was completely free uh, that's i don't know if that's the case with battlefield this new one um there's a battle pass 
but is it like the Warzone Battle Pass or Call of Duty one where like you could just play the game and get the stuff for free? I, I think there's some degree of that, but I don't know exactly how it works. So I'm keeping my eye out for that one. To, to me, like I feel like Battlefield has sort of been playing, trying to play catch up over the, like the last couple of years. Like they, I don't know, like Battlefield just hasn't really been number one in a minute, or at least like, I know for a while, like, I had a lot of friends playing, like, Battlefield 3. Like, people preferred mm-hmm. that over, you know, Call of Duty at the time. Um, and then, like, so that sort of somewhat carried over to Battlefield 4. But, like, afterwards, like, you know, with, the, like, the rise of, like, Battle Royales and, like, just just the changes in, like, just multiplayer games. I feel like Battlefield has always sort of played catch-up with that. And, like, they... I don't know, like, they haven't really done nothing to, like, really get me back into the franchise. Hmm. Not, and they have, like, this, they had like, for the past couple of years, had this weird-ass obsession with, um, like, what the, World War Two. Like, weren't, like, the last, like, two of their games World War Two games? Yeah. Yeah, not modern times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the last, I think Battlefield Five was, like, an alternate history. So it was, like, it took place, it was like an alternate version of World War II where, like, it wasn't quite, like, they, they it was in that era, but it was, there were still some, like, like, uh, steampunkish elements to it or something like that. And it was weird. It was fucking weird. I don't know why they did that. But, like, <laughs> but, um, I mean, the game itself was fun, I thought. Like, it was perfectly fine. I actually thought it was quite good. I, I think a lot of people didn't like it, but I thought it was fine. Oh, we got a we got a correction. So the battle pass will not include uh, the content. The paid pass okay. will only have cosmetic advantages. They don't want to segregate okay. the player base. So that's good. That's they, good. they 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 yeah. drop they they're dropping all that premium stuff for the new game. So once that's good. once again, they're they're like learning and like you know the the the, the game has changed. Like people don't yeah. want to like you know they 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 don't want to like have like a map like map passes and like oh wait i can't play that map because my friend doesn't have the season like the season pass mm-hmm. or that's, mm-hmm. that's something like i think in this day and age you know there's certain things that like i feel like have to be just an industry standard so like one cross play like that's yeah. at this point like you have to have it and then two like they, like having like the map pa- uh, packs that are like only like you have to pay for it i, I, I don't think that's like that's that's so 2000 it's like so 2011 yeah that's back when we were playing uh halo 3 you know and they would release the new map packs and you could you could queue up for the playlist with only that in the rotation and if your buddies didn't have it they couldn't play with you uh that sort of thing wasn't that the worst though remember being like in a full party with people and everyone's like all right yo let's let's jump into this new map and then it's like yo like we can't launch what's going on and and the player (laughs) in your party who didn't have it was flashing their name would be flashing so the whole party could see and if you were like motherfucker who didn't have it people like yo what's going on why isn't this working and then the person who knows they didn't buy it they're like man i don't know like it's it's supposed to it's supposed to be working what's going on knowing damn well they didn't buy nothing yeah. oh man i'm I, and, and i remember those days because yeah here's a plot twist that was me that was you <laughs> do me like that man that was ouch man. um yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm looking forward to seeing what I'm sure we'll probably talk about it next week too when they when they reveal the the gameplay. But I, I am looking forward to seeing like more what more they they do. So you know, with the knowledge that the battle pass is, is free, um, 
and all the extra stuff is cosmetic. That, that's, that's good. That's the route that I think you should take. Let people subsidize your game. <laughs> that's fine. Um, did anything else come out over this week that we haven't talked about yet? I don't think we missed anything else. Mm. A lot of game launches. A lot yeah. of game launches are happening tonight or the tomorrow. Yes, uh, there's a lot of shit coming out. Um, so I guess we could just talk about like what's going on for the rest of E3. Like, what are we, what are we looking at here? I was gonna say yeah. Like, there's, I mean, there's already like some like schedules and stuff like that. I want to pull that up. There's an Ubisoft conference, so that's on Saturday. I guess we can talk about the big stuff. The Ubisoft stuff is on Saturday. Um, they will be talking about, uh, obviously Far Cry 6 is, is the big one. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. What, isn't that the new, is that the new Rainbow Six? Like, I mean, that's that side game they showed off last year, I think. Okay, that sounds familiar to me. Um, Prince of Persia is apparently not happening. There's no, or at least there's no update on that. Um, and no division stuff going on. So really, we only know Rainbow Six and Far Cry. There's a surprise game that is coming apparently from from Montreal. Not my point is so. Don't give me hope, please. Better like, be Splinter Cell. <laughs> that's that's what it should be. There's apparently one big surprise game there. Maybe Assassin's Creed would show up. Maybe is that a surprise? No, no, can't be. Can't be. No, the way that people have been kind of rumor mongering on that, it, it can't be that. I refuse. The only way I'll be surprised is if we finally get Assassin's Creed uh, Japan, aka a- 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 um, what was the game called um, that I haven't finished? Sek- not Sekiro. Uh, Go- Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Yeah, our number eleven on game of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James's face. I'm so sorry. That's no, speci- don't be sorry. That's, that's specifically sorry. that's specifically my fault. No, no, I take no. I take I take that blame. No, because no, because because okay. that very no, next week, him, that, that very next week, I was like, hmm, let me try this game that that uh, James is like so adamant about, and I was like, damn, damn, yep, damn, game I really, is, I really is brutal. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand. You, you I, naive. I feel that way when I think about Outer Wilds getting second. Uh, that was that truly the game. Be- that's so everyone has to have that game. I feel like I'm not sure if Chris has had that yet. Uh, mm. But it's coming, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Your come on is is nigh. It's, it's gonna it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, so that's Ubisoft. Um, I don't really expect much more out of them, really. Uh, like, I can't really think of anything that they would have in the tank. Uh, I, I'm sure we're not getting any Beyond Good and Evil 2 updates. I don't think we're getting that game at all. That's probably accurate. I feel <laughs> like this would, this would be a good time to, like, show off something. Like, because honestly, actually, this is the perfect time. Like, if they're, if you're working on anything to give us, like, a like a trailer. Like, I understand, like, going ghost for, like a, like, a good minute. But in a time where, like, we literally have nothing coming out. I I think this is a good time to sort of like start building up the hype. Like we we already know that we're not going to get any of these games anytime soon. So like this is this is the time to like get cheesy with just like showing us a logo, showing us that like you know uh, 
a game is being worked on. Like, uh, I'd rather you just not. Don't I, even do it. I understand that. I understand that, but I feel like this year specifically, we don't like. There's, there's nothing. Since we need to fill time, <laughs> give me a logo. Give me a logo. If, if I, I would feel bad if the highlight of, um, you know, like you know, the, like E3. It's some sort of like battle royale, some sort of like, like Ubisoft, you know, bringing back another this, Among Us skin. Yeah, bring, bringing back you know Splinter Cell, but it's like a battle royale or something like that. Like that, I, I, I don't know. I, I just I hope that it's not like some sort of like mobile game or something, something crazy. So, well, all right. Mm-hmm. Since we seem to all kind of just understand that this year it's probably gonna be pretty bland. <laughs> it's gonna be a year of delays and. This will be out next year's. Let's just go like left field. Your surprise, your dream announcement. What would it be? Like if it just came out tomorrow and was like, "Boom, Chris, here's your game." That's what you've been asking for. What what do you what are you getting? You do you want my serious answer or do you want? I want both. Like the like what immediately like my my heart was like Chris yelled this out. Yeah. Like, you really want to know? I want the impulse. I, if you know, if you've listened to the show, you should already know. Sonic Adventure Three. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shut this shit down. <laughs> no, no, I'm taking it. When, when is Sega? It's so, so, so that so that's something that like I'll lose my shit. If, if we finally get it. Okay, can we talk? Okay, okay let's talk about there? this. Because I feel like we have not really like, actually had a conversation about like why you people love this game. Like, is it, it's, it can't just be, don't just say like, I played it when I was like 10. I mean, that's okay. That's valid. But we have to acknowledge that the game is not good. It's not good. Oh, I, we, I've been on record on this show saying that game. <laughs> <That's not good. laughs> remember, when I, remember when I went back and replayed it and I was like, God damn what, what, age what, what, so what, what was wrong with me where does the where does the desire come from like you want like a good version of that or like what is it? i'm not even trying to like be funny i just want to just know i want to understand so to me i like if sonic adventure 3 got the treatment that like sonic mania or sonic um colors. sonic colors or there was, there was another one uh, Sonic, Generations, like Mania- Sonic Generations, Sonic Generations, like that's like that, that type mm-hmm. of like you 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 could tell the developers like know that their fan base like they they're self aware and I but know, you know like, why those games were successful though like Generations I mean you just named two out of the three of those like Generations and Mania were deliberately playing into the old like trilogy two D Sonic like the good shit mm-hmm. basically like that's I'm not saying like it was the worst thing ever, but like when you go back and like, I watched 20 minutes, don't ask me why, but I watched 20 minutes of like the, the last cutscene of Sonic Adventure 2, the uh, fucking, what was it called? The final story, the last story or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that shit is crazy. Like I, I remember it, but like I remember it playing out differently as a child. Like, the the desynced voices and like the people talking over each other like is wild to me and Sonic's mouth going all fucking crazy like when he's talking like like yeah this is fun hey like, hey on. yo we're gonna yes. we're gonna stop yes, this, we're gonna stop the Sonic Adventure slander 
no, 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 no. Roddy is dead on. He is 100% correct. But you know why it works? Why? at that time, that was all we had. Yes, correct. And at that time, that was, that was like top tier. Okay? You understood the sync was going to be off. <laughs> but all, all, little, all little James knew was that Sonic just went Super Saiyan. And he's flying around in space fighting the evil, like, tentacle water monster. And now there's another Sonic. And he's, like, Vegeta Sonic. It's crazy. So I'm hyped. And, of course, the gameplay is not great at this point in time. It's the camera. the camera. It was the camera. The camera, the camera was is so the main bad. <laughs> Yo, Speed Highway? That shit went crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> wrapping back around to things like, like that opening level in Sonic Adventure 1 or the Orca Whale. Yes, yeah. The little things are iconic. But it's wrapping yeah, around yeah. like Sonic Generations. They did 3D Sonic right, too. And for all of its issues, Sonic Unleashed actually did 3D Sonic right good. Like, did 3D Sonic right as well. Mm-hmm. So, I think what Chris is saying is, like, getting a Sonic Adventure 3 that polishes up all those things they fixed over the last few games. Mm-hmm. And still giving us, like, that crazy over-the-top narrative. And then being able to bounce between multiple characters. I think it's dope. It could be incredible. Uh, could be. So, so, so here's my, here's my, my serious answer. And it was, it's already, it's, someone's already said it in the Twitch chat. What's your serious answer? <laughs> it half was. Listen, it half was my serious answer. My other, the <laughs> other no half, the answer. other half of my serious answer would, be, and I've been, I've been waiting for this game. Just like we, we know it's being worked on, but um, you know, Abrick said Batman. We, we know that Rocksteady is working on a game that's supposed to either be a Justice League game, either supposed to be a Superman game. Like just like something in a realm of like not just Batman. I I am I am ready for that game. I'm ready for whatever superhero it doesn't even have to be superhero. I'm just ready for the next Rocksteady game. Honestly. Well you're getting that, right? With the Suicide Squad game. Is that the next that's the next one? Yeah, I thought that was Rocksteady. I th- I always thought that was like they like a B team or something or like I thought that was one uh, wow, the Warner Brothers. No, I think that's like I think that's like a a team Rocksteady Suicide oh, Squad. That's oh. that that's them. So damn, we're getting that. Never mind then. Mm-hmm. I take I take my yeah. answer back. <laughs> I mean, you can still look forward to it. I don't know if they have like anywhere that they're actually showing that. Um, actually, yeah, Warner Brothers is here, but they're only showing Back for Blood. They're not showing Suicide Squad. They've said that. Well, that's sad. Mm. Uh, sorry, sorry to kill your damn. hype, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. I I think besides stuff like that, like I think uh, you know the the things that we know we're gonna get. So like s- s- some sort of like Smash announcement, like a, a Smash character, because I think this is supposed to be like the last last character of the se- like character yeah. pass of the pass. Yeah. So uh, let's let's go ahead and like quick uh, quick bet. So wh- wh- who are we hoping for? Are we hoping for Sora. We hoping for. Uh, who who have we not gotten from like those leaks yet? I guess Crash, um, Doom Guy. Doom Guy was still on the list, yeah. Yeah, so I don't need Doom Guy, but that'd be cool, I guess. I for me, I, you know what? For me, this is this is uh, look, this is this is what makes E three for me. This is this is it. This is I I I need Master Chief getting his Smash invitation. He's and for them, smash it for and and for for <laughs> if, for for that to be like the last character of like this this uh, character pass, but then for them to also like announce like the Microsoft cross Nintendo 
uh, you know, being able to log on to xCloud or whatever on your Switch. Like, that mm-hmm. partnership, I think that's, like, the perfect way of putting that all together. And then the cherry on top, Smash Bros. is now available on Game Pass. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Man! Yeah. Yo! Damn. I'm shook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ultimate crossover. Yeah. He did it. He did. It. Yo, that's the epi- that's the episode, guys. I'm I'm good. Like that's. <laughs> yes, yes. That'd be crazy. Roddy, I say Roddy. Cool. Si- Roddy is silent. Is your mind blown? No, I'm just I'm letting you have your fantasies. <laughs> Come on, Roddy. It'd be a griff ball map. Hey, listen. I mean, it, 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 I'm not saying it wouldn't be cool. It would be cool, but like, I I think that there is like, <laughs> I might win the lottery first before that happens. <laughs> like, I don't know. Best deal in gaming. It is. You're right. You're absolutely right. It is. I just, when it comes to Smash, like, I just don't. I, I don't know. It, Smash is cool. Love Smash. I love the game. I just, I think the character reveal trailer are very cool, and I. Like when they play, uh, and I go, oh man, I should play that person, and then I like never, never put it in. Uh, so I don't know. Watch it end up this being like, watch it end up being like a like a Fortnite character. Watch it be, watch it be, uh, you know, yeah, that's what's banana. gonna, that's what it's gonna be. That's exactly that would what make it's sense be. though. That's yeah. that would make sense. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, so I feel like uh, so as far as, far as like some of the big conferences though i feel like we should at least talk about like since we're on the subject of microsoft talk about xbox and bethesda so mm-hmm. they announced that they were collaborating uh merging into one entity uh not only studios but also conferences and they will be showing games together what are we expecting from this oh uh, we I are the name of the space game we're we're ex- well, no we're not gonna say that you. What? What? <laughs> what have they working on? Yeah, we're not, you're we're not, say when, Fallout seventy six. Fall, eat... Fallout seventy seven. We're gonna get that. I well, Fall, Fallout New Vegas. You will too. get you will get updates to seventy six though because New Vegas too. They, they said that they're they're gonna be updates. I mean, right. So but... we'll, we'll definitely get updates to that. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I don't need that. <laughs> Where where is this the Starfield you speak of? Where is Elder Scrolls Six? I know it's like eight years away from now, but still. Yeah, I I don't. I'm actually not convinced that we'll get Elder Scrolls at all. I think we're just gonna get Starfield from them. If we get anything else from Bethesda, I would be surprised. I think that they're going to probably only show Starfield. I mean, we might get something from like Arcane, maybe. We're gonna get another Wolfenstein. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking of Bethesda Game Studios. Um. Yeah, there could be definitely more stuff. I think we might see... Ooh, I don't think we're going to see Deathloop, though, because that is PS5 exclusive. So... Oh, is it? We won't see... Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Hmm. Um, So we won't see that. Uh, But maybe somebody else on Bethesda's camp has something going on. I don't know what, though. Wolfenstein, maybe? Another Wolfenstein? Three, perhaps? Uh, it's been a couple years. You know what I would hope for? I mean, while we're talking about like just Microsoft, um, I I would hope that because I already know they're gonna like drop a bunch of Game Pass announcements. We're gonna get some yep. some bomb like reveals. 
Um, But, like, just hardware-wise, I would... I would love to see... um, Like, it's... Not even just rumored, but, like, remember, like, a couple months ago, uh, people were getting glitches when they were playing the Microsoft Flight Simulator where they were saying something about, like, a VR headset? Like, if we were to get some sort of support with, like, VR, whether that be... um, like their own headset, wh- whether that be uh, Oculus support, um, right? Yeah, like a connectivity. Dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would actually be pretty cool. They don't have a VR solution yet. Mm, Game Pass in VR. It's already there. Game Pass. It's it's like they there's already games that you know No Man's Sky. Um, I think Fallout Four. What else? I mean, they, 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 you know, the Microsoft Flight Simulator, they Elder have Scrolls. games. Elder Scrolls. That's actually a really good point. Like, Elder the Scrolls, four games you Doom. just mentioned are, like, big hitters in VR. Yeah. All these huh. games, uh, like, like, Doom 2016 had, like, a... Ooh. Wait, I don't know if it was 2016 or if it was, like, a spinoff that was sort of like 2016, but I know there was a Doom game in VR. Uh, it's there. They definitely have it. Just, just let me be able to just plug my Oculus in. The groundwork. Let me plug, like, I don't want to buy anything extra. Let me just buy, plug in my my Oculus, and I'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely see Halo. That's that's definitely a thing um, mm-hmm. that we will see. We'll get the release date, I'm sure. At that Probably time. Show, I was gonna say, show us. Oh yeah, new Hellblade. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. that. Um, show us, show us a trailer from for you know the. Aren't they working on the like a Halo show? Yeah, yes. and there was a there was a screenshot that re- leaked today of it, so I think it's a good bet we'll, see? we'll see that. There. See, I, I I was even yeah. looking at news today, y'all. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> God, God damn, good. Yes, it's um, we'll get a new Forza. That's been heavily rumored. I'm actually excited for that because it's supposed to be Horizon Five. So Ooh, I'm yeah. very excited for that. Uh, love me some Horizon. Um and maybe more about Fable, but I don't know about that one because that seems very early in do development. We, do we it, care? I would love to see that though. Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I might fall care. somewhere in the middle I between you guys. I want like, to care. I really want to care, but that's that's hard. That's it's hard for me to do because. But I, I trust the Forza team. Wait, even though it's a completely different kind of game. Is yeah, that playground? Who, is that who's working? Games, yeah. Is that who's mm-hmm. working on Fable? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I do want to see what the coalition and the initiative got. I know. Yeah. Please show me more Perfect Dark. Like I would say. I mean, I don't fucking care about Perfect Dark. Why the Perfect Dark? But like, but Initiative though has so much talent. Like I, I think whatever they come up with, even if it's Perfect Dark, I think it's gonna be fucking cool. I really want to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely with you on that, James. Like they're still like kind of my most anticipated like studio right now in terms of just the raw talent that they keep acquiring uh so I that will be like the next hitman game yeah yeah and gears five is how old is it two years old at this point i think three three years old no i, I think it's two i think it's two okay 2019 so, september 6th yeah. maybe we would get some sort of like a gears six tease because that would be the end of like this new trilogy that they started I can see that. I can see them teasing. Yeah, yeah I don't but, think they would be coming like anytime soon, but yeah. But I mean, so what's something that you think 
Microsoft is going to be like the oh wait one more thing. What's Microsoft's one more thing? Would that Banjo three be- e? <laughs> I mean, that would be like a pretty good mic drop moment and uncharacteristic for them. I think I like that pun. I have to acknowledge the pun. Wait, that what's was good? He said Banjo three e. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. See, it's just like no, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Wow, I just accepted it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. All right. <laughs> okay. No, now they have to do it. <laughs> Phil, make it happen, Phil. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good guess, honestly. I can't think of anything else that they would do that's like kind of in their stable that they we just we don't know about already in some form. Like they put them in Smash for a reason. Right, right. Unless it was like an Elder Scrolls 6 thing, like footage or something, I just don't I'm not convinced that like, I think their BGS is doing all, like, Starfield. I don't think they're fucking with anything else right now. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, probably. So, so, we can dream. So, I guess, next up, let's talk Nintendo. Um, okay. I feel like we will see... We'll see something Pokemon-related. Because I think Pokemon... Um, is this... Was this still the 25th anniversary this year? Yeah, so, something like that. that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely see Pokemon. Um, like I said, we'll get that Smash reveal. And, I mean, we already talked about this uh, in previous weeks. Uh, the Super Switch, Switch Pro, uh, the Switch U. Um, Don't. <laughs> Not that one. Oh, by the way, Chris. Yeah. I remember that, uh, that Facebook post I had about, like, why Nintendo, why? Mm-hmm. They were talking about Wii U stuff. That makes sense. I would up the date, and it was E3. <laughs> they were talking about Wii U stuff. That makes sense. Once again, I think Abrick is on it. Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime 4, if we don't get oh. anything on Metroid, I I don't know. I don't know how I, I, don't, know, I don't know how I'm going to handle that disappointment. If not, how? If not Prime 4, like I said, y'all, y'all already have the fucking, like, trilogy. Like, just... Just, just hit, 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 uh, hit send, hit, hit, you know, go hit live, hit, you know, like, just, just put it out there. That's, that's, that's the monkey paw situation where you guys are wanting Montreal Prime and that's what they're going to do is release the trilogy. How many years? This wouldn't be bad. I like dropped that whole, like, five. we're restarting. Oh, restarting? Uh, two years. Mm. It's been two years since they said it restarted, five years since they said it was coming, period. Mm. Uh, I mean, Breath of the Wild 2, I think, is the most obvious thing here. Uh, you know, Almost I, definitely. Like, we're definitely going to see some form of that, especially because this is, like, the Zelda anniversary. We're getting, we're going to get an Odyssey 2. You think? I would love that, but do you think? When was last, what was, like, the last, like, mainline Mario game? Like, that was uh, the launch of the Switch. That was the last one, yeah. So, Ooh. like, with the launch of the, the, you know, the Super Switch, like, we got to get, we have to get some sort of Mario game. Yeah. So we do this one, Super Mario Universe. Oh, like a like quasi uh, a quasi Galaxy Three, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I mean, be interested in that. I I was gonna say, didn't you say that the um the 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 Bowser thing um had like this like it had like a feel that you felt like this was gonna be the next Mario game. That's what it felt like. It felt like a, a testing ground for whatever the new Mario. Thing would be like the next mainline Mario to me felt like an open world version, um, and, that, and that's They're what Bowser Fury was. They're working yeah. on it. 
I I would imagine that's that's where they do. I mean, even even if they did something like a universe or something like that, like I could I could totally see you being able to like traverse the universe in real time. Uh, and each planet is a different thing, just like Galaxy. Um, but mm-hmm. even if they didn't do that and it was grounded, like well, quote unquote, as grounded as Mario can get anyway. Um, yeah, I could I could see that. I do. I, I am pretty confident though that whatever comes will be some sort of evolution of of Bowser's Fury, something like even more fleshed out than that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious with them because I think even more so than Sony and Microsoft, like with, with those two, every, we know the gist of what is coming for the next few years with Nintendo. I genuinely have no idea like what their even end of year looks like right now, besides like Pokemon, which I don't really count as them. Cause it's like not technically Nintendo that's game freak. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kind but with like Nintendo, I'm not really. <laughs> um, I, I just I don't know what it is that they're doing. Like they've obviously delayed Metroid Prime multiple times. Breath of the Wild two. Who knows if that's even a 2021 game uh, at this point? It's and if not. it's not, then what else do they have up their sleeve? I imagine that we would see that uh, this week, this coming week uh, at the direct. And if we don't, I will be very concerned <laughs> with what is going on. Uh, this year, this would be the, th- the third year in a row where they do not truly have a holiday game where they traditionally do. Well, they did. The, uh, the rumors have been that they've been gearing up for a crazy year this year. So yeah, I think so. Nintendo has a track record of like having these time periods where like it's just like this. We have no idea what the fuck they're doing, and I'm pretty sure it's almost the same thing like at the head office. But eventually, Nintendo gets in this groove where like it feels like every like month or every like couple months. Like, they're dropping some sort of, like, first-party game. Some sort of, like, game that, like, you will be picking up your Switch for. Or just picking up your Nintendo console just in general. Um, Like, this this happened with the the 3DS. The 3DS was... I I specifically remember uh, first, like, what, year or two of the 3DS. People were like, oh, Nintendo's dead. You know, this, that... Nintendo's, like, dead every every couple years, according to games media. But, um, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like we're in that lull. And once they start dropping, like, these games that they're working on, then, you know, everyone's like, oh, man, N- Nintendo never lost a step. So, we're, 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 I feel like with the pandemic, the pandemic has sort of extended that period of time where Nintendo's on some bullshit. So, I think once they, you know, start opening up and once, like, things get better over there, uh, I, could, I could see, I could see, like, Nintendo just dropping games and, like, I think at one point, weren't they having, like, Nintendo Directs, like, every month or every other month? So, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get back to that point at some point. Yeah, Oh, sure. I just thought about it. New Donkey Kong. I thought about that, oh, but I was like... That's I, right. I, I, I thought right. about that, but I was like, yeah. I don't want to put that out in the universe, because I'm not really sure if I really want that right now. Like, okay. I would want I would want a 3D Donkey Kong. Oh, but Donkey Kong 64? Like, yeah, but knowing the, way, knowing the way that my luck works... Don't do that. Uh... It's gonna be like you know the the Donkey Kong Country Returns uh, Deluxe Edition. Those are good. Like oh, yeah, Deluxe those... Edition. I say still uh, good games, but I get yeah, what you're saying. I, yeah. I like those. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Tropical Freeze. Uh, I I mean I think we know at this point that they are working on uh, what Retro uh, is working on. That is it. Retro. Yeah, they're the ones that did Tropical Freeze. Yeah, uh, I think they're they're doing the new Donkey Kong. So uh, that actually might be like one of their 
marquee showpieces. I would imagine that that is a 2D game. I wouldn't get your hopes up too high for a 3D version of that, but, you know, I like those games, so. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, Nintendo, like, if, I would hope to see, you know, them partner up with Microsoft and, like, drop some sort of, like, crazy news about xCloud. Uh, or uh, Game Pass on Switch. That Switch would... Pro with 4K visuals? Man. Capable of streaming your game Game Pass. Dope. Yeah, so it's just at the same time, I don't know how like fair Nintendo would like, how would Nintendo would want to work. Like, are, are, are they the type of company that would like play well with Microsoft like that? I mean, they we, we, we've seen their games. We've seen, you know, like Cuphead. We've seen um, Ori. But like, how 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 willing are they to like let Microsoft put Game Pass on the Switch? If that check's big enough, they will play ball. I'm sure. Man, I don't know. So, uh, you know, Nintendo's up in the air. Honestly, uh, they they do whatever they want, and that's always been the case. Let's <laughs> talk. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Sony because I think this is a really this is. Sony is in a, of course, they're in a good spot because, of course, they're, they're still market, you know, market leader. Uh, people, people are still like, you know, team, team PlayStation, like that. that. Well, they're not even here, so that's also oh. something that we should acknowledge. They're not even in E three. Oh year. yeah, I forgot. So, so if we All don't right. have, you don't really have to talk about them, honestly. Yeah. At least not yet. They'll do something, I think, later in the summer, uh, but they're not going to do anything like in this week. They should be petty and do something next week. At the same time. <laughs> well, they already did their Horizon thing last week, so. They could come harder than that one. <laughs> no offense, Horizon fans. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, they got Ratchet. They got Ratchet coming out uh, tonight. Now. Yeah. Now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that beep? Beep. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm going to wait. But uh, I mean, what 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 else is there that you guys? What, what's like I said, like what is your the announcement that will like get you to stop doing whatever you're doing during the day and be like, wow, it's finally we we are finally like in the correct timeline. When they tell me that it's time for Marvel, oh. then I will know we're in the correct timeline. <laughs> <clears throat> I need I need a redemption song. I need Marvel versus whatever versus Capcom versus D uh DC versus Power Rangers. I don't care. I need a new Marvel game. And I need the characters to be fun. I need the gameplay to be fun. That'll do it for me. At this point, would you would you take a re release of Marvel versus Capcom 2? I would take a remake. But they've okay. already done the updated release of uh, Marvel 2. I need a remake. 3D models, the whole roster, balance it. I don't know how you do that, but just try it. Sure, but nah. But I mean, that would, that'd be cool, though, because they got the X-Men back now. Hmm. Yeah. What about you? But apparently there's supposed to be some type of, like, NetherRealm is supposed to be working on a Marvel game. So who knows? Oh, I think I, I think I remember hearing something about that. But, oh, um, yeah. I, I don't right. want it. Really don't. Because of NetherRealm or because of Marvel? Because of NetherRealm. You don't, oh, I thought you liked NetherRealm games. I, I like them 
I like to watch them. I like going through like that initial story mode. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have always preferred the classic like three button fighter style of mm. combat. Okay. Like that classic light, medium, heavy, or even like how Marvel had it, the light, medium, heavy, and special. Yeah, like Japanese style <clears throat> fighting game. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't know. Not a huge fan you. of Mortal Kombat's. I, I feel you. I actually feel the same way. Like, I think they're really cool, like, for novelty purposes. And, like, the mm-hmm. first few hours, I have a really good time. Uh, but I, they're not anything I stick with competitively or anything like that. Like, I don't care about climbing the ladder and getting good. I just want to mash a few buttons and go through the story. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a shame. Because, like, yeah. really good production value. Yeah. Like NetherRealm Studios. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um I, I don't know, man. I've been, I'm thinking. Like, I don't know if there's any one announcement that would really, like... Like, I can't think of anything that I don't already know. I mean, there's plenty of things that I'm looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. that I know are coming. So it's hard for me to say, like, oh, what's the thing that would just make my jaw drop? Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I think this is the first E3 in, like, a really long time where I don't think I have an answer to that. Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix. There you go. Gave you an answer. Uh, Not even that. I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good on that. Um, yeah, I don't know, really. I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in a number of these things, but I'll be I'll be waiting for something to blow my socks off. Yeah. So I mean, I guess just to 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 wrap this up, uh, just once again, shout out to everyone that that uh, came through live. You know, uh, Epic said Batman. Once again, Batman would be dope. Right. Also, Everett also say uh, right. the the next uh, Jonathan Blow game. So he's a big fan of the Witness. Uh, like he, once we're on the same we're on the same wavelength. Metroid Prime Four, yes, and the okay. Final, Final Fantasy Seven remake Chapter Two. At this point, okay, yes, I I hope that you know this thing is well into development. I hope that they have some sort of like release plan where we're gonna like fucking finish. This this remake trilogy is this, is going to be a trilogy? Is it going to be uh, just I don't I don't know. I don't know. No. Give us a trailer. It's going to be like ten parts long. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> speaking of Final Fantasy, they are coming out with some action RPG apparently that leaked a while back. Oh uh, yeah. So I would maybe look to the Square Enix show. I think on Monday for that. Um. So watch, watch us get another just just cause. <laughs> Shadows are just cause developers. Actually, it's Sunday. For Square Enix, ready? Oh, s- Sunday? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I will be paying attention on Sunday. 315. Okay. Very specific. Okay. But yeah, so I guess that's gonna I guess that's that's the show. We'll we will be um fo- follow us on, on social media, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. But yeah, let's Roll out the red carpet. Guys, what you what you got for us? Oh, you're good, James. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say thanks for tuning in. As per usual, so glad to have y'all here with us. Um, if you like what you heard, you know where to find it. If not, Roddy's going to be glad to tell you. Go for it, bro, guy. Oh, man. So if you like what you've heard, just as the man James himself said, go ahead and check us out on all of our social medias. Should I play that? Um, Also, check us out on Apple Podcasts. We are pretty much anywhere that you can get podcasts, honestly. Uh, Go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, uh, all the great stuff that helps with our visibility. We really appreciate you. Thank you. 
yeah so with that let us know let us know if you if you want us to do like a like a e3 stream uh like an extra episode i don't i don't I don't have time for that. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm not gonna make promises I can't fulfill on. Put it out but, there. But let Don't but let us know. <laughs> Put it down in the comments. Send messages. Let us know. But um, but for real though, everyone enjoy yourselves. Uh, have some fun. Play some. Play more video games. Drink water. Go out. Go out. Go outside. Go outside. Enjoy sunlight. Enjoy this great weather we're having. And uh, stay beastly, guys. We'll catch you next time. Peace.